name's Jess Wood. How are you? Welcome to Get Wood. I'm going to be your host for <laughs> about 30 or, or so some odd minutes, and we're going to talk about some odd shit. And you know what? First of all, first of all, first of all, let me just put a little apology on the side here for the noise that you may be hearing in uh, this particular episode because, oh, hey, babes. Hey, all my, my friends. Uh, <laughs> I have the windows open in my room in Coney Island. It's a gorgeous room. It's a beautiful room. It's painted a beautiful mahogany. If you're just listening and you're not watching, oh, my goodness, you're missing such an amazing shot. Also, titties, McGee, what is happening with the Cleveland? It's like Cleveland, Cleveland Ohio in this place today. <laughs> What's happening down there? What's happening down there? Um, well, we got a lot to cover this week. I'm very excited to talk about uh, New York, being back in New York, being uh, adjusting to the culture shock of it all. Uh, let's just start with the noise thing. The, it's very, very loud here. There are bus stops in front of the apartment building. There are uh, There's a hospital nearby. There's a fire department nearby, and there's lots of violence uh, nearby. So there's some howling of some, there's some howling wolves. Uh, here comes one now. Just to give you a little, you know, P.S. I know what's happening, and I have the windows open for it's a beautiful fresh air situation. So I trade fresh air for a little siren situations. And you know what? Welcome to the fucking city, kids. You think you can make it in New York? Listen to this shit. See if you can handle it. Can you handle it? I can. I really like it, actually. I find that I'm really enjoying things that people here really hate. Like, I love when people are yelling at each other. I'm like, oh, look at them yell. Listen to them yell. I don't know why that makes me excited. Because it's not like they're angry. It's just communication. Hey! Fucking communication! Clarity. Yeah, I like clarity. You like clarity? I fucking like it a lot. And uh, so the noise here is pretty intense, but it kind of all just blends. Yeah, you blend. It all blends together. And, you know, a, a honk here, a yell there, a siren over here. But um, I got to say, the noise in Albuquerque really got me way more pissed off. I mean, I also have a bit of a... Uh, what what is it you know problems um mental mentally and so noises and smells and people who would have thought i would move to new york city back to new york with all the noises all the people but here's the thing when it's when it's so quiet like someplace like albuquerque and then all of a sudden there's a noise you're like what the fuck is that like i would freak out on the cicadas i'm like what is that what is that and my friend goes it's cicada it's the cicadas it's the season it's the season of the cicadas jess why are you freaking out and i go well it's really loud it's really loud because in other in other news it's very quiet you know except for the gunshots i know <laughs> I love telling people in New York City how dangerous it is in Albuquerque and watch them just go, what? They go, really? So it really is like Breaking Bad? And I say, well, take Breaking Bad and multiply it maybe like 100 times and then you'll get Albuquerque because I didn't even see many white men, uh, not like Walter White or Jesse Pinkman. The white guys I saw were in very large trucks 
you know, in Arizona when I was visiting Jerome and all the kids in Jerome would scream anytime a really big truck with a white man driving it, they would all scream, sorry about your dick. It's one of my favorite things. I think I talked about that when I got back from there. Anyway, noise in a noisy place, it go, it's fine, it blends. Noise in a quiet place, oi, 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 oi. Now that sounds like a skinhead, and yet it's a Jewish, it's a Yiddish, oi is Yiddish. I don't know if it comes from the German. It's very confusing being a Jew and then having all these Yiddish words and then people saying, oh, well, that comes from the German word, you know. Ugh. <laughs> I'm like, really? I thought the Germans didn't like us. Anyway, so speaking of Jewish and Jewishness and me being very Jewishness, especially back in New York City, which a lot of people call Jew York City, which I will get behind in a positive way, not in a negative way positive way. Oh, that was just my face. Hi, it's just my mouth here. Um, so speaking of Jewish and my Jewishness and being and feeling and embracing all the Jewishness that is me and my family, I went into uh, Manhattan yesterday to meet up with my aunt, my auntie, and we met at the chiropractor's office. Do you understand how Jewish that is? I'm meeting my aunt. We're going to get a little deli sandwiches after the chiropractor, but we're going to the chiropractor, we get an adjustment, and then you go, you know, you're feeling, you, you're feeling good about your adjustment, you go sit and you have a deli sandwich, you have a couple chips, you catch up. It was really nice, very Jewish. My, aunt, my auntie, very, again, very Jewish, she was looking at me really closely outside in the light. <laughs> I walked her to the bus stop, and she's looking at my face, really, and she's a little bit shorter than I am. She's about three inches shorter than me. So she's looking up at my, at my face, and she's really studying it. And I go, can I help you? And she goes, your beard, I don't see it. I don't see any hair. I see no hair. You're doing very well on keeping the beard. Uh, gone. And I'm like, oh God, <laughs> why do, I guess it's a compliment. You know, I am, I'm keeping myself very well taken care of. Just, do we have to talk? So, yeah, I don't see, a, I don't see one hair. You're doing a very good job. I'm like, okay, thank you. And then she says, uh, you don't look tan to me though. You said you were tan. You said you were going to the beach and that you were feeling a little brown. You don't look brown to me. Your face looks very pale. <laughs> Like, okay, well, you know, this is like my chest. This is color for me. Like I'm, a, I'm an Irish Jew, so I don't get a lot of color. I get like burned first. I know it's riveting to, to hear about my skin and what it does in the sunshine. But really, my auntie, ah, you, you're very pale, um, but I don't see any of your chin hair. So congratulations on that. And I'm like, thank you. I think. Thank you. This is my same auntie who accuses me of eye-fucking men in the streets. You just eye-fucked him. I saw you. He looked at you. You looked at him. There was some eye contact. There was some eye-fucking. And then you moved it along, the both of you. It's very intense. I could see it. I see it. I just wanted to comment. on. I said, yeah, you like to comment on everything. That's what you... It's, again, very Jewish and also claiming everyone is Jewish. You know, we want it, We want everyone to be, we're like, you know, they're half, half Jewish. Y yeah, you know, they're Jewish, right? Yeah, they got a nose job. They changed the name. But the Jewish, Jewish. So a lot of Jews here loving it. So I got some really good Chinese food last night. 
in the neighborhood because you can't have bad Chinese food if you have Jewish people living in your neighborhood. It, you just can't. I mean, I complained about the, the, the Chinese food in Queens that I got last week at my friend's place when we ordered. Now, she wanted chicken wings. That's not Chinese food. So I, So it wasn't that great. And you know what? In Queens, I mean, there's Jews everywhere. Let's be honest. We are everywhere. We are wandering and we are everywhere. And yet, the, uh, it was not up to par. It was not that up to par, as opposed to the New China restaurant right over here, over in uh, Brighton Beach, New China restaurant. Oh, it's absolutely fantastic. Of course, there's a lot of MSG. And I shouldn't have gone, I should know better than to go to the restaurant to get the takeout from, I should order delivery. You can order delivery from them, they deliver. But I wanted to go, I, I was like, let me take a little walk. I felt like my mom. I'll just have a little walk down to the Chinese restaurant and I'll, I'll get a little gander at it. Oh my God, don't. Do not go, don't see how the sausage is made. Do you know what I mean? You can't just, uh, and there was some sort of, discrepancy with the with a tip from a delivery that the, the guy on the moped and you know he keeps his helmet on the whole time it doesn't matter that he doesn't have a run right now and they were screaming at each other so loud in this tiny little room of a kitchen slash restaurant slash delivery area <laughs> and screaming at the top of their lungs in Chinese and I was like yeah I mean I am so turned on by different languages, especially when I get to see a lot of Asian people interacting. I haven't seen Asians in two fucking years. And oh my God, I, 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 me and Ozzy Osbourne are so excited. There's a lot of, there's a lot of motorized vehicles outside. I just heard a little, it's like a lawnmower. It's like they took a lawnmower and they put it on the back of a scooter, like one of those scooters that doesn't have a motor but they put their lawnmower or something, or like they went to the suburb, like no, who has a lawnmower? What are these, what are these motors? They've taken motors from someplace and they've installed them on the scooters. So they're just like, it's fucking, it sounds weird. All right, what else is weird? Let's talk about it, lots of things. Um, okay, I had two shows last week in I Love You Too. Thanks for the hearts. I love you guys for hanging out with me. I did I tell you how much I loved you for coming around here and listening and watching and doing and staying up with me and being consistent with me? Thank you. Because guess what? I got food sick last night. Yeah, all that great Chinese food from the yelling moped guy. Let me tell you something. I fucking woke up in the middle of the night. <laughs> I have barfed all the fucking rice out. All the rice got barfed out. And I was taking photos of it. If you follow me on here on Instagram, you're like, oh, she bragged on that fucking Chinese food last night. And then she got sick from it. Because guess why? MSG, motherfuckers. MSG, motherfucker. Um, it's not good for you, but it tastes, f oh, it tastes so good. Oh, it tastes so good. And what I get, I get a broccoli, I get a, I get a broccoli, I get a shrimp. I'm not supposed to have shrimp. I'm a Jew. Jew not supposed to have shrimp. I have a shrimp, I get a sick. It's what happened. It's what happened, what a Jew. Oy. Anyway, speaking of Jews, I had a show in Bushwick. Uh, speaking of me, 
two shows in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Now listen, I see some of you are from the old, the old country, <laughs> the old Albuquerque. You don't know of which I speak, the Bushwick. Let me tell you something. It's a little pocket of Brooklyn. Uh, perhaps you've heard, perhaps you've heard of a guy called Jay-Z. Perhaps you've heard of a place called the Mercy Projects. You know, my mom likes to get hip and tell you about her rap, her hip-hop knowledge. It's not so much rap, Jesse, as it is hip-hop. It's a, it's a lifestyle. So I lived off the JMZ train. And I'm talking about 20 years ago. 20 motherfucking years ago. And when I say that out loud, I'm like, God damn it. Um, yeah. JM and Z train. And even when I lived out there and I told people, oh, they were like, what train do you take to get home? I was like, oh, the J or the M. And they were like, what the fuck train is that? And I was like, I know. It's, it stands for just murdered. Like you can't, it is highly dangerous. It was, it was, it was highly, I don't know if it was dangerous, but it was, you know, Marcy Projects, the Woodhull Hospital, the mental ward. I think they closed it. Anyway, <laughs> I lived right near there, and I lived in a place, in an apartment building that had, let's see, it was three stories, and it was really, it was narrow as can be. It was so fucking narrow, like, it just was nothing. It was nothing. You walked up these tiny little stairs, and everybody had an apartment, or there were two apartments on each floor, and you shared your walls with your other, the other apartment, and I know I shared my walls, and they were dry walls because cheap ass fuckers and they installed a drywall between me and the girl who lived next to me at the time I was dating this white white man who oh my god what was he called a gambling consultant that was what he called himself I'm a gambling consultant babe and I was like I think you're a bookie like I think you're a and he would like he was very gambly and he would put his house up for you know like his mom's house he's like ma i put your house up for collateral but don't worry this horse is gonna come in you know that that guy so he loved my neighborhood because i don't think he'd ever really seen anything like my neighborhood before and he used to take me home and he'd go he'd go your fucking neighborhood is like training day this is like fucking training day over here and I'd be like, that's not a good, first of all, training day takes place in Los Angeles, South Los Angeles. I know exactly where I had friends down there. Listen, not bragging, just knowing your locations. This is Bushwick, Brooklyn. This is a place where I lived above a chicken house, a chicken place where they sold live chickens. Now, if you've heard this story before, you're going to hear it again real quick. I lived above, above, that's what had happened was I suddenly was hearing everything chicken. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I heard chickens all day clucking in my apartment building downstairs. They were below me. The first floor had a fucking chicken coop. Live, live, live chickens. Okay. No judgment to people going in there and buying them, taking them home. Yeah. And then cooking and eating a live chicken. Blessings on that. But me, I had, to, I had to live. So everywhere I went, I heard chicken. Like when I went outside and I heard the traffic, it was like, like chicken. And then uh, my friends who were vegetarians and very adamant about it, like animals rights, they got really mad. They were like, what the fuck is this? You know, white people. 
and um, we're going to shut this goddamn place down. And I was like, no, no, no. It's a thing. It's cultural over here. This is what's happening in Bushwick. Then I also, I realized I had a doorman. I'd never lived with a doorman before. Now let's, let's take a look at our doorman. Let's, let's widen out a little. Let's widen the shot. Who is this gentleman? Well, he's the neighborhood crackhead. And how do I know he's a crackhead? Because he gets his crack in my building. That's correct. It That is crack. It is a crack spot. Mm -hmm. It was a dope spot, too. So if you like heroin, come on over. Heroin and crack upstairs, just above me. Very handsome young family, a gentleman and his sons. I think it was a whole situation <laughs> that they were doing. And I was very attracted to them. Of course, inappropriate. But I had my guy who was like, training day, fucking training day. This place is awesome. And I was like, stop saying that. And then one night we were uh, sleeping and my neighbor came home, my little drywall lady next door, a girl, and she was a Puerto Rican girl. She worked as a, as a prostitute. God bless, God bless her. But she was a gay girl. And so she used to talk about it, uh, and talk about she was like yeah i had this one customer tonight and i was like yeah poppy oh yeah like he was he was fucking me and i was like yeah oh it's so good yeah poppy and i was like inside i was like this dude is so fucking nasty i can't wait to go home and fucking shower this fucking dude off of me okay so i heard every single thing she said about all her johns all night i heard her pee when she had to pee oh the, the tinkling was right there in my <laughs> tinkle tinkle little star so i can't remember why i left there probably because they wanted to raise the rent on the chicken coop no so i flew the coop but it was a drug there was a it was me at the drug uh building it was the crackhead doorman uh, the chickens downstairs, the music stores across the street. So you would hear like, brock, brock, bank, ba, bank, bank. You know, it was very New York. Then my Hasidic landlord, Thomas, I would complain to him and be like, Thomas, it's so loud here. What's going on? But it's loud, like weird, like it's chickens clucking and then it's music playing and then it's sirens. And he goes, pretend you're in the country. And I was like, what country? You know? So that was my living in Bushwick, and I couldn't believe when I went back there last week for two shows at speakeasies, because, yeah, oh, you know, it's so hip. It's so hip to have a speakeasy in New York now. I, I hate speakeasies. You know why? Because I fucking helped open one at Crift Dogs NYC over on St. Mark's. We had PDT. Please don't tell. Shut the fuck up, you pretentious $15 fucking cocktail drinking. It tastes like a goddamn can of petrol. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, I don't mean to be rude. Well, I do. I don't give a shit. It's getting dark in here. What's going on? <laughs> I gotta open the window more. So, speakeasies. Two of them. In Bushwick, where I used to go and get... Uh, uh, my drugs. <laughs> I don't know where I used to live. Training day. Fucking training day. And I'm now there at a speakeasy where there's all these white kids like, oh, that's a little rough. Don't you think? That's a little rough. Fuck you. You know what used to be rough? This neighborhood. You know who used to not come here? You fucking shithead fucking rich kids. Bunch of fucking rich kids out there. Oh my God. Now listen, I walked 
from the one show to the other show because it was so safe. I was like, where the fuck is somebody going to make me scared? I'm the scariest motherfucker walking on this goddamn boulevard right now. Who's 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 going to try me? What's up? Like, I was on the phone. I was all mad. I was bitching about shit. I was talking shit. Like, okay, lady, calm yourself. It's a nicer neighborhood. Maybe the residents who live here are happier that it's not as dangerous. Maybe an old person could go to the store and not feel like they're going to get robbed. So settle your fucking bones, woman. Oh, I get mad. I get riled. Oh, you know me. I, I get riled from way back. And you know what riles me on the subway? Oh, oh. Oh, my God. You know what roused me on the fucking subway? It's not if somebody's talking on the phone. No, uh uh-uh. Even if they have the fucking speakerphone on the other side. I don't even care about that. I'll hear your fucking olives drop on your goddamn conversation. Nope. Is it that, Jessica? No. Is it somebody's radio on or or music playing loud? Uh Uh-uh. It's not that either. I don't even mind that. You know what I fucking cannot handle that makes me violent? Look at me. Look at me. My blood pressure is... It's heightening. I'm getting a heightening heart rate. Women. uh, It's always a white woman. White women on the subway teaching their child. I don't give a fuck. Save it for the fucking classroom, bitch. Save it for the apartment. Save it for the park. I don't give a fuck. We're in an enclosed space. I don't want to hear you like Wednesday. Wednesday. And what's today? Today's Monday. Tomorrow, what's tomorrow? Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm like, I am going to throw my shoe at this fucking bitch like the Middle Eastern man who threw his shoe at George Bush that time. Do you know what I mean? Just yell at her, this ain't a fucking public school and throw it at her. And just, I think a lot of people would applaud. I think a lot of people would applaud me. This fucking whore, you know? (laughs) Called her a whore. That was a little extreme. I, I don't care. Um, you know what? You watch this because you enjoy me and my extremities. My extremities? My extremities. My extremities. Hi. Look at this. I love you so much. Listen, are you afraid of love? Let's talk. Can we talk? We have a few more minutes here. I really want to delve into something that's pretty... Ah, shit. It's like a lot. Like it came up. A lot of, a lot of stuff came up for me this week regarding... Get ready for it. Intimacy. Intimacy regarding trust issues, regarding regarding believing people when they tell you things uh, about you that are nice. Like, here's the shit fucking practice. Nah, I don't want to call it a shit practice, but here's the hard practice, right? Here's our hard practice. Ready, ready? To believe the good things that people tell us as much as we believe the bad thing. Don't believe the bad thing. You don't have to believe anybody. Here's the thing. Here's the fucking beautiful thing about choice. This is what we, you have a choice whether or not you want to believe some motherfuckers or not. Now, I suggest you believe the fools that you respect. Yes, I call them fool. With respect and love. Call on or listen to the people you respect and make sure you're listening. There's a lot of negativity in, in a lot of people that maybe you've known for a long time and you didn't realize and now you're like on this positive tip. And so you notice the difference between the positive people and the negative people and you're like, God damn, I think I want to hang out with the positive people. And then the, the little, you know, inside we have all these parts, all of our child parts and shit. It gets riled. 
days, the kid gets riled. She's like, ah, I don't deserve a person that I could count on. I don't deserve a friend that really means what they say. Yes, you do. Yes, you do, boo-boo. And just because you didn't get it as a kid, just because you may not have gotten enough caretaking from your caretakers who were not letting you get caretaked, but you had to take care of them. You know what I'm talking about. That was not a Dr. Seuss rhyme. That was real stuff. When we're raised, especially as Gen Xers, we had to take care of ourselves. That's a lot of abandonment. When you're raised in an abandonment uh, energy, you don't feel you can trust anyone. You don't ask for people's help. You feel like everyone's lying if they say anything really nice to you. Unfortunately, if they say something shitty, you hold it in your fucking heart for 15 years. What is that? Let it go. I got to let it go. I'm practicing let it go. All that old shit, right? But here's the thing that's so funny about intimacy. And maybe it's fucked up. It is. It's fucked up. Let's just fucking say it. The thing about intimacy and dealing with yourself in the intimate situations, the practice, you can't work on it unless you're in it. Like, you know how we can do all this, like, self-help, and I do my morning pages, and I meditate, and I exercise, and I do all these things that are really good for me every day, and I have my little rituals that are really good for us. Great. You can spend time alone. Great. You can sit on a, on a beach and read. Great. But you don't know how you're going to react to the intimate shit until the intimate shit comes up in your, in your face. And then what? And then oh shit, you got to practice your most authentic self. You got to make sure you're telling the truth to yourself, to the people that you're with. I got so thrown this week by the flattery, the beauty, the love, the, 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 yeah, the flattery, the love by this person that is, has been friends with me for a very long time. And they put themselves out to me in a in a way that stirred up all of my intimacy issues and I realized as soon as it was happening I was like oh my god it's as if I've done no work at all on myself because this is only able to be worked on while it's happening ah like you can't take a class I mean you can take a class on you know figuring out what you want, right? Make, seeing what you want. But then say you meet someone and you're like, oh, they're pretty close to what I want. Ah, and then you just go, I don't even understand what that means. Like, I don't, I realize I don't trust. I don't trust what people say. And it's such a fucking sad state of affairs because I want people to trust what I'm saying to them. So if I'm laying down all this love on you, and I'm saying all these things that I love about you and I'm bigging you up, I want you to believe me because I'm telling you the truth. So I have to practice it the, the other way around. Like why? Why would I get so scared if someone was being so nice to me? Because, I, because I'm afraid. I don't believe, I don't believe, obviously I don't believe it. And all I could do was be really honest and tell them exactly how I felt and keep myself um, with a little bit of a boundary because 
I have always been very easily seduced. Like, I feel like, you know, I have that joke about how I've never dated. It was always just a joint and a compliment, and I was fucking you in the corner. You know, it's, I hate to say that, that humor comes from reality. So, if I think about um, this person, I think I have all kinds of love. I have all kinds of respect, all kinds of trust, all kinds of warm feelings. Uh, I find them inspirational, find them to be really, really smart. And um, so I also, but I also find that I have all these rules around shit. And I'm like, Jess, you have to let go of these rules. You have to like ease up and try to enjoy your life because who knows when or if this comes around, how often this comes around, you know? So why not take a chance? It's just so fucking scary. I mean, that's why I was a heroin addict. You guys know that I was a heroin addict. When I came to, when I came to New York originally, uh, originally when I was a child, (laughs) when I was a a young woman, young lady, you know, uh, I, uh, Who's to say I'm not still a young lady? Oh, shut up. I, when I first got here, I got really into heroin. And I was not, it was at the time when actually heroin chic was really big in the fashion industry and Steve Madden models all had like those big heads and little bodies and the big feet and the posters and people were graffitiing Kate Moss's stomach would say, feed me in New York City. All the, all the stuff got vandalized because people wanted people to eat. Because it used to be that we were a very, uh, we were a city of real people. Now it's like a bunch of fucking Lululemon leggings. Do you understand what I'm talking about? We got to make it real again. I might start stabbing people just to get the rents down. Anyway, I was not heroin chic. I was definitely more uh, itchy and naughty. The two lesser known dwarves. Thank you. I can't believe it's time to go. Do you know that I was so ill this morning? I was ill. I couldn't get up and out of bed. I couldn't drink any water. I couldn't keep anything down. And you know what saved me? You. This. Getting up. Pushing myself to do it. Making sure I showed up for you, for me, for all of us. Making sure I shared all this stuff that can be really tricky for all of us. And I hope that, um, I hope that you got something from it. I also hope you had some laughs. And um, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show. It's an audio podcast on all your favorite podcast places. Also, you can share it on here. That would be awesome if you would tag me at Get Wood and share the show. Um, I love you. Oh, I love you. Come on. The love. The love. Look at me with my forehead all up in here. See, see. Babels, babies, the babes, the babes at Babel. Um, I got to go, but it's really been amazing as usual. And uh, hey, you know what you can also do? Send me anything you want me to talk about because I realize here now I am so ultra busy and like sensory overloads all the time on my face. (laughs) It sounded dirty. Sensory overload on your face, bitch. Um, I don't really... uh, pay pay like a lot of attention to what's going on in the news. And I mean, I don't want to get freaked out is what I mean. I'm saying informed, but you know, (laughs) excuse me. So if you want to, (laughs) who people are saying things, Oh, I love you. I love you. 
if you want to call you pistachio shell because use a nutcase oh thank you yes yes abo please call me a pistachio shell i am a nutcase um so share the show be kind to yourselves be kind to each other i love you so much for listening um and send me any uh, stories you want me to talk about or send me a story that you have like a you something that maybe you want me to comment upon or uh like an advice what was happening right here there was like a heroin i got a little heroiny again anyway flashbacks love you uh don't suck a dick you don't like or lick a pussy you don't like remember we're gonna be good to ourselves and we're not gonna lie to ourselves or to each other be authentic for Christ's sakes. What else do we have? We don't have a lot left that we can do. It's like what Richard Pryor said when um, white people asked him, how come you guys are always holding your dicks? And he said, it's the only thing you got you haven't taken from us. Well, right now all we have is our authenticity and showing up for each other and being as honest and as loving as possible. So let's go. All right. Love you. Uh, share the show. See you, uh, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I love you so much. And um, that's it. Okay, bye. Okay, what? Right, I got to do this. Okay, yes, here I go. I swear, look at this titty situation. All right, bye. Bye. Yes, I mean it.